and welcome to The Garden, a podcast for spiritual seekers. I'm Jody Fletcher of The David Connection, and this is a show about how to connect to nature and the planet in ways that will enable deeper and greater healing for you and for us all. Hello, friends, and welcome back to The Garden. I'm sitting inside right now, actually, after days and days and lifetimes of rainy weather. It seems we're getting every inch of precipitation we didn't get this summer, all in one week. Good news, the grass will be green again, just in time to be covered by snow. I haven't been for a walk in three days, and missing it is a strange thing because, as I mentioned a few weeks ago, Before June, I hadn't been able to walk with any consistency for nearly a decade. But this week, between the rain and a long expedition downstate to a special holistic dentist, I've been holed up inside, and the dog's walks have been more limited as well. She's patient with this, especially when the alternative is wet paws, which she considers a fate worse than most other fates. We've settled into very gray days, and that's gray with an E in case that matters to you as much as it matters to me. And here in Michigan, we can count on several months of skies the color of concrete. It felt a bit early for this this year, but time is a weird thing, so maybe every October is just as gray with an E, and maybe every October I can be found remarking to everyone I meet how it seems we should have had a couple more weeks of sunshine before this concrete state of things began. I do have to say, though, that During the days and months of gray, the sun does often make appearances in the morning and evening just for a short time while it's rising and setting. And these bursts paint the sky such astounding shades of pink and orange and purple and blue. There are lovely sunrises and sunsets in the summer too, but they are nothing like what happens in late fall, winter, and early spring. These are full-body experiences when all five of the normal everyday senses become consumed by light and everything around glows as if it's absorbing the light and reflecting it back to the world from within. It feels as if we're looking at everything the way it truly is, beautiful and radiant and full of light. And these moments, when they come, make every single dreary minute spent during these long, cold months in northern Michigan worth it. Because I feel quite certain, like everything beautiful, we could never appreciate them as much as we do if it weren't in contrast to something else. Isn't that a wonder of the human condition? That the greatest things in life and the most wonderful of experiences are so much better for the shitty things we endure? I've been thinking about this a lot, and I always do actually, because so much of my life is limited by my physical conditions. It's been a theme this week, especially because going to the dentist was an entire thing, not just because of the dental work, but because of the eight hours spent getting there and back. It involved weeks of planning, so much help, and so many other people making sacrifices to make this happen. My brother Ponch has been working on several projects with the family downstate for the last couple months, and he drove all the way here to drive me all the way there and back only to turn around and drive all the way back again, because mom and I knew we couldn't do this one alone this time. The family, being the lovely and loving bunch they are, were so understanding about him taking time away from the things they're working on, and one of my uncles even lent him his car so he wouldn't have to drive the camper van back and forth. 
They sent their love and support to, which I could feel through Panchi's telling, and I felt incredibly loved and so entirely grateful. What a profound thing to not just know, but to experience love through action in this way. I've been reading these kind of silly and delightfully fun romantic comedies this last couple weeks, like one after another, and in one of them, the main character becomes paralyzed in a plane crash. I just love the way she talks about it by the end because it's similar to what I try to convey when I talk about how the hardest things that happen to us change and shape our lives and our perceptions. It's possible to wish something horrible had never happened while also recognizing that so much of what we love about ourselves, so much about what we love about our lives, and so much of our ability to love at all would never have been possible without that objectively horrible event. We can at the same time, both wish it had never happened and be so grateful for what came out of it. I know love in a way that I never could have otherwise because I never had to rely on anyone else before all of this. I could drive across the country if I had to and did several times, not have to plan for months in advance and involve inconveniencing several other people in order to make an eight-hour round trip just to go to the dentist. But because I have to rely on other people sometimes, as much as I hate it, I felt so much gratitude that day, and still do, and always will. Oh, a short interjection here on something that is sometimes difficult to appreciate, but what I saw firsthand this week. It's what I call degrees of better, because the special dentist is in the same city as my extremely special acupuncturist friend. I got to go have acupuncture for the first time in more than two years. And I got to see my friends there for the first time in more than two years. And oh my God, was that one of the loveliest reunions I've had. These gals have been such a huge part of these hardest years of my life and have done so much to help me and mom and even Uncle Don at the end of his life. We fell right in where we left off, as you do with people you love, and it was wonderful. And I credit the treatment for the fact that with only two days between the dentist and me, I'm upright and writing and will probably even be able to go take that walk with Ginger today. But back to the degrees of better, when I trotted into their office, there was a celebration in seeing each other, of course, but there was also a celebration because I trotted into their office. Being able to walk like that with so much pep and with just the assistance of a cane and not needing a walker is huge. And being sort of full of life force as we chatted too, it's not always been a given. I've been so tired and worn down lately, depleted and frustrated and wishing so hard that I could do more than I can. And it's amazing, isn't it, that we can forget how far we've come? I don't think I will ever take going for a walk every day for granted and God willing, I'll always be able to but I apparently had forgotten how monumentally better I am than I was at a lot of different points over the last decade because it happened gradually by degrees and we so often can't see these gradual degrees from the inside. It takes someone outside to see us and celebrate us before we can joyfully acknowledge how wonderful it really is. And I'm so grateful for every single one of those degrees of better. I'm looking forward to even more of them. I'm holding space for the degrees I know I'll lose sometimes and having faith I'll gain them back again. You don't have to have a chronic illness to understand this, though it certainly is a pretty powerful teacher of this. You need only to have suffered and grieved, right? Because these energies are profound catalysts for gratitude. 
And I think they deepen our capacity for love and compassion and understanding. My aunties live in Denver, and once when visiting them, mom was greeted at the airport by a recorded message from their governor boasting of Colorado's like 360 days or something of sunshine. And as much as that might sound like just the thing, I'm glad I live somewhere where the skies turn gray with an E for something like six months out of the year, because those moments when the gray gives way to pink and orange and purple and blue move me in a way I could never be moved if sunshine was something I had the chance to take for granted. Anyway, that's what's happening here in the garden. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope the moments where the sun shines through into your hardest and darkest corners are frequent and lovely and lift your heart in ways that moves everything inside you. Sending love and flowers, for they might be dying, but they are still pretty from here. I will chat with you soon.